It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified Podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome back if you are a returning listener. And welcome and exciting news for anybody that is new because you are here and you are about to learn something about yourself because that is what we do on this podcast. We learn more about ourselves, we deepen our own awareness, and then hopefully we're able to turn that into life choices that are better for us, healthier for us, that make us the kind of people that we actually want to be, living life happy and whole inside. You may have noticed something a little different as you were coming to the podcast today, and that is because we have new podcast art. I hope you guys love it. Feel free to email or DM me about what you think of it. Thank you again to my virtual assistant, Brandy, for making that beautiful art. And you will notice that today we also have um, new, new, what do you want to call it? Well, it's an outro, but not everybody knows what an outro is. At the end of the podcast where music plays and I have a voiceover, that is also new on this episode. And I will be changing out all of the old episodes to have the new... Um, ending music on it as well. It's the same music, but different voiceover. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Now today I want to talk to you about something that was kind of inspired from a conversation I had earlier today. Just one little snippet of that conversation. And it was this moment where I was talking with somebody about what happens when we let something go from us. And she was saying how so frequently when we let something go, um, we can kind of go on autopilot and then continue to create the same thing that we just let go of. And I want to talk about that concept more in depth. So there can be all sorts of things that we let go of. When maybe we create space in our calendar, like a really practical example, we make space in our calendar um, or delete something, cancel something off of our day book, then that time is now free. It's a void. It's a void that, get fill, that gets filled with something. We fill it with hanging out with friends. We fill it with work. We fill it with snacking on the couch. We fill it with reading the book. It gets filled with something. But what if we do something bigger than that? What if there's a change in a relationship? Maybe the relationship ends. Maybe the person moves farther away and so we're not spending as much time with them. Or maybe thinking about them differently because of the frequency with which we see them. And so now there is a void 
um, just either in our time or in our minds, or maybe there is a void in our heart from missing them. And we fill that with something. Maybe we fill it with thinking about different things or different people. Maybe we fill it with unhealthy thinking patterns where we beat ourselves up that we can't see them as much, or we blame ourselves for why they're farther away. Maybe we fill that void with something that's soothing for us because we miss them, but it's also not something that's maybe healthy for us. That's pretty common to just have passive things that aren't good for us, but they're not bad enough so that we work hard at focusing on ridding us from that thing. Maybe, um, you know, like too much, too much time on our phone, too many silly phone games that we should stop playing sooner than we do. And sometimes it seems like it doesn't matter, but over time it's like it derails, well one, it's a time sink, but two, maybe it like derails our creativity or our connection with ourself or the people around us. There's all sorts of ways that something will rush into the void that has been created. And it's so easy for that void to get filled with nonsense. There's so much nonsense that happens in our world, things that maybe aren't really a priority for us, but somehow they get a bunch of our time. And how in the world does this happen? Well, you're doing all of this inner awareness work. I mean, obviously you're doing something to improve yourself because you are here on this podcast listening. So even if you're not actively making external choices, you are making the choice to listen to this kind of a podcast that is involved in personal improvement. So you are at least changing the interior of yourself and how you think. And so that is in and of itself opening your mind to new concepts and shedding old concepts. Now, what are you going to be filled up with when those old concepts are shed? Because again, there is a space in you that has been created. And we could talk about that metaphorically, spiritually, energetically, with all these all these different avenues that we could look at it with. But, you know, connect to the one that makes the most sense for you, because I think that's the way the concept will work the best in your mind, obviously. So how, how do you choose what to fill it with? Are, okay, first of all, a void has been created, and a void doesn't have to mean, oh, there's a deep void within me that is now sadness. It doesn't have to mean that kind of a void. It just means you have created space. Maybe you got rid of an old thinking habit, and we talk about those all the time on here. Maybe you're now realizing that you're worth more than you thought you were, and by God, you deserve better. You deserve something better in your life, and so you have gotten rid of some of the old beliefs inside of you telling you that maybe you didn't deserve as much, and so now there's room for something new. What are you going to fill that with? Are you going to curate what goes into this void or are you going to go on autopilot and fill it with silly phone games? Now, silly phone games have their place. 
because sometimes we all need mind roughage, as one of my former colleagues once said. Um, but you don't want to fill it with only that kind of stuff. You want to fill it with things that are enriching for you. You want to make sure that if you've made space in your heart and mind and soul, that you are giving it something good to blossom and grow and become the kind of person that you want to be? Are you continuing to root out the kind of thoughts that have been destructive for you, that make your life, your life less good, that make your life less meaningful? We want to keep uprooting those and continuing to have you improve. Now, Part of this is you understanding what do you want, which is, I know, a question that we come back to a lot on this podcast, but I think is it, it's really important for you to consider what you want. What do you actually want on a soul level? If you push aside the voices of parents, friends, siblings, um, any religious organizations that you have been a part of, just like societal expectations. What in your heart sounds exciting if you did not have to please anyone and no one could tell you what they actually thought of the situation and nothing bad would happen? And of course, you're not like harming people. Um, you know, you're being moral. But what in your heart of hearts sounds good? What enlivens you? What brings you joy? And that is the part of you that you are supposed to listen to, even if you do not have a clear picture of what it is. Follow the spark. Follow the spark in your heart and then continue to root out things inside of you that get in the way. The clutter that makes you not see yourself and your divinity and how beautiful you are as a beautiful soul. Anything that gets in the way of that, we want to keep clearing it out because the more that is cleared out, the more that your soul can listen clearly to what is absolutely correctly for you. And that is the thing that I want you to scamper after with your life and your time. That is the thing that you are meant to be doing. Sometimes we get this messaging that we are supposed to be doing a particular thing, and maybe it's not a thing that we choose, but someone external to us chooses, either a person or a higher power, and then it might not be very fun. But I guess that's what's been chosen for me, so I should do it. And then some of us go around doing that dutifully. What is actually for you is the thing that excites you. Whatever makes your soul feel full and bright and radiant, my honey dear, that is the thing that is for you and just you. And it might not make sense to other people around you. They may stare at you with confusion because they don't get it, but they don't get it because it's not for them. They have a different dream. And later on, when you are living out your dream, people will look at you and say, oh, I see why that is for her. 
It makes her so happy. She is so good at it. Now that I can see her vision with whatever that is, it does make sense for her. And it is a beautiful thing in the world. But everybody might not be on board at the beginning. That's okay. You have to believe in yourself more than they believe in you. And you need to not need them to believe in you for you to passionately go after it. Now, it helps, of course, if you have supporters that will cheer you on. That that always feels good. But if people are naysayers or cluck their, I'm not sure that's the thing for you, um, then maybe you don't share it with them. Maybe you keep it to yourself until it has grown strong enough and you have a clear enough vision and enough passion built up inside of yourself that you can withstand questions, um, weird micro expressions where people are like, what is she doing? But that you can withstand that. Those are the kinds of exciting things that this void that has been created by you releasing, you know, negative thought patterns or traumas or people that, you know, you're creating distance from them in your life on purpose because they're not healthy for you. Fill that void with a thing and the spark that creates something beautiful in the world And it doesn't have to be a business. I know you might think that I'm thinking about a business right now, but it could be you create the best you to spread love to other people, or you create a welcoming home where anyone who enters feels incredibly loved, or at the job that you are at, you create a feeling of you know, euphoria or peace in the people that interact with you so that when they receive the services of your business, it's an incredibly positive, uplifting experience. And maybe the people that come to your job are there for a tough reason and you make it easier for them to go through that tough experience. All of those are beautiful things to create in the world. Spreading love and peace and joy and expressing to others that they matter and helping them feel good are all valid things. That can be simply the thing that you do and you can do that at any job right? You can do that with no job while being um, a stay-at-home parent or spouse or a dog mom or a cat mom or a snake mom, you know, whatever. And you don't have to have a specific label to be able to create that. I just want you to connect to and explore what excites your soul so that that is what you are putting in the void that you are creating, the space that you are creating inside of you should be filled with goodness, not drivel. So how do you tell? How do you tell if it's drivel or it's goodness? Well, one, it's going to make you feel alive and excited inside. It's going to make you feel alert and radiant and like you want to share it with the world. It's going to make you feel like laughing and playing. And yes, I know sometimes there's hard work involved in dreams, but I'm underneath the hard work. There is still that feeling of purpose and you know exactly why you are doing this. And so there is still a passion behind the hard work. 
even if you're cursing while you're doing it, because confessions, I've totally done that before. And so it's not to say that there wouldn't be, you know, labor or effort or struggle in growth involved in whatever your thing is, but it's worth it. And you feel the passion inside of you. That's how you tell if it is just drivel or if it is the thing that is for you or one of the things that is for you. Now, how else do you tell if it is drivel that you're filling yourself with? Well, do you feel disconnected from yourself? If you feel disconnected from yourself, if you feel blah, if you feel bored, if you feel like you don't know what's happening in your body when you do it and you feel kind of like you're on autopilot and nothing really matters and you can't connect to your feelings, all of those are signs that you are putting things in your life that are just kind of drivel and not super relevant. Now, of course, there are some mental health reasons why you might be feeling that way. Um, and maybe some of the specific things in your life are positive, but there's this feeling of blasé over the top of it because of, say, depression or something. And I'm not specifically talking about that, but I'm going to reference that now. So if there is a blasé feeling over the top of everything that you're experiencing in life, you know, you may want to check out if, one, depression is happening, but also, are there things in your life that you're not yet able to face and clear from your present experience in terms of people and, you know, do you have people in your life that are healthy and supportive? Or are the people around you um, making you feel worse about yourself because of how they are treating you? And then also, it, it kind of just reminds me of this quote that I'm going to get wrong, but before you think that you're crazy, just make sure that people around you aren't acting like assholes. Like, that's essentially the concept that I'm talking about. But also, you know, are you looking at your history to determine if there are traumas or difficult experiences that need to be healed? Is there ancestral generational healing that needs to take place if you haven't had specific difficult experiences? Because ancestral trauma, as you know, and intergenerational trauma, as you know from listening to this podcast, can cause a person to have difficult, you know, PTSD-like related um, sensations and emotions in their body and feelings in their body, even if they themselves have not experienced something. So let's say you create space inside of yourself for something good, but you're still not feeling good yet. There may be more work for you to do before you get there, and that is okay. Keep doing the work if you're having these blasé feelings, but if you're starting to get sparks of hope or sparks of, oh, that feels kind of nice, or I remember this before, but it's very slight, you know, continue to follow that, um, you know, if you know that you're in sort of a depression state. And I'm not specifically diagnosing anybody here. I just have worked with so many people with depression that I know that it can be difficult for them to connect into a sensation of positivity to know what is good for them. And so almost the barometer of excitement 
um, and the level of excitement that you may um, expect yourself to feel might be lower than people who aren't experiencing depression. And so you can moderate your barometer for the level of excitement for you to let you know which thing that you need to follow for your excitement. I feel like I'm talking in circles now. I hope I conveyed that properly. I am recording this late at night, so I might be a little bit loopy because welcome to my life because sometimes after dinner time recording is what happens. <laughs> so I really want you to be conscious, just be conscious of what you are putting in your life after you have done all of that hard work of releasing something and creating space in your life for something better. Make sure that what you put in that space that you have created for you is something better because you are meant for something better. That is why you are doing the growth. I mean, you deserve it whether or not you do the growth, but it's better with the growth because then it's almost like you get to have more light in your life that way. So if you want to hear from me more regularly than just in this podcast, or maybe you follow me on Instagram, you can sign up for my free Transforming Your Codependency text messages. They come straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and they are inspirational and educational messages about codependency, self-care, and spirituality, of course. And the link to that, if you want to click on the link, is in the show notes, and as well as the phone number, which I will read to you here. So if you just text PEACE to this phone number, you'll get signed up. It is 877-338-0875. I also want to remind you that the last week in October, stay just stay alert for an announcement of something that I have coming up in November. And, you know, I really want you to tune in and listen to that grouping of interviews that I have been doing and preparing for you behind the scenes. And so stay tuned for that. You know, if you're on text messages or here in the podcast or on Instagram or on my email list, and by the way, if you sign up for the text messages, you can also easily sign up for the email list that way. And so all of those places are going to be making the announcement with the link for you to be able to sign up the last week in October. You guys are so wonderful. You are beautiful right down to the core. Never let anybody ever tell you different. And if they do, just ignore them because they are not speaking of the light you are fabulous. My dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877 338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.